Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Yo, what up, what up, everybody? This is Victor Cruz, and you're tuned back into the Victor Cruz Show. Um, this is the first time that we're not doing the show together in the same studio. PR and I were actually, I'm in Vernon Hills, Illinois, working because I actually have a day job. And uh, Paul is actually in New York doing God knows what at this point. So uh, welcome to the show. We're back. What up, Pete? Talk to the people. Vic, what's good, brother? Hey, nothing, man. Everything is great. Hey, you, you thought you were going to get away that easy, just you being in a different state, me not showing up to the show? <laughs> I, thought, I thought I'd get I thought, you know, once I jump on a flight and, and, and be a couple hours away from New York, I thought I'd escape you, my G, but apparently not. Apparently here we are, man. Hey, listen, man. So, so for our listeners, your listeners, they, they may have noticed, you know, we were absent for a little longer than usual since we started this show. Um, there's a major development, a major reason why they know at this point, but uh, I want to hear you tell the news, man. Talk to us. Man, I'm officially a Chicago bear. Um, <laughs> I'm excited for it. The crazy thing is, I got the news, like I had already confirmed, but it hadn't gone live yet. So I got the news when I was on a flight to Mexico for a shout out to Ronnie for Ronnie's bachelor party, wow. uh, bachelor party weekend, if you will. I get the news, I land on my connecting flight, my phone's going crazy. I was just excited, man, excited to continue to play this game that I love, to join an esteemed, a prestigious organization like the Chicago Bears. And, uh, you know, I'm out there doing work, man. I'm out there on that field put, putting in work, so I'm excited about it. It's crazy, man. Congrats, brother. I mean, uh, I, I can't tell you, and I've, I've told you in text and in person and on the phone, you know, how excited I am for you for this opportunity. Um, and there may be some stuff you can't tell us. How, how do we get here? Like, how, how'd the bears happen? Can you walk us through that whole process? Oh, man, that, that process was so crazy. So we're going back and forth, obviously, as any negotiation takes place. And uh, as we're going back and forth, my agent is telling me, you know, he's giving me the updates as things are going along. And and we're going back and forth and all is well. Everything's positive. We're just, you know, closing in on the numbers and things like that. And um, as we're, funny story, as we're closing in on these numbers, as I tell Tom Condon, shout out to Tom, um, I go, yeah, Tom, okay, let's lock it in with the Bears. I want to do it. Let, let's go do this. He hangs up and gets a phone call from the Baltimore Ravens GM. And he says, yo, what's up with Victor Cruz? We want to see him on Tuesday. He's like, listen, like he's already locked in with the Bears. What are you talking about? And they wow. go, well, well, what's that look like? And it's like, well, we still want to see him. We want him to come in. He's like, listen, <laughs> we can't do this. So that made my decision even tougher, just having those two teams and having the idea of obviously playing with Joe Flacco and, you know, just weighing out those two options. But I felt like Chicago was the place that wanted me there the most and wanted me. I felt that family-like atmosphere, the same place I felt, the same way I felt in, in New York. So, I mean, like my mother says, man, you got to trust your gut and trust what your gut tells you. And uh, the whole time, my gut was telling me that Chicago was the place to be. So here I am. So at any point during the process, did you think to yourself, 
this might be it. There might not be more football. I thought the phone would ring more. You obviously heard the peanut gallery. You know, at any point, was there any doubt that, that there may not be another season? Uh, no, there was never any doubt. I, I just trusted in my skill set. I trusted, you know, uh, in, in everything that I did a year ago. I mean, and I had faith in God. I mean, at the end of the day, I had faith. I, I stayed prayed up. Um, and he answered my prayers, man. And, and it was just a matter of staying diligent, staying focused. And knowing that, you know, the phone was going to ring for me at some point in time. And I just had to be ready. So I just continued to control what I can control. And I was working out, staying healthy, taking care of my body. And when that phone rang, man, I jumped right into OTAs. I got out here, started playing immediately. And um, and it felt great. So you said the Ravens um, came into the picture uh, late in the process. Did you question at all? I mean, obviously you have, and you just mentioned it, you know, the utmost respect for that organization and what they've done and, and, and for Flacco and, and the coaching staff over there. Mm-hmm. How hard of a decision was it for you to stick to your original gut decision of the Bears? It was very difficult, bro. I mean, especially because I didn't have a lot of time to, to revert to the, you know, to revert. I had like nine hours. Like I had to like really like, <laughs> And meanwhile, I'm doing things. I'm, you know, running errands. I'm, you know, living my daily life. And I'm like, yo, you got to, you know, let me know by end of day. I'm like, end of day is 1.30. Like, I got to let you know in four hours. Like, what are you talking about? (laughs) Decide the rest of your life in four hours. Exactly. So (laughs) it was pretty crazy, man. And um, But it definitely, you know, I took a lot of thinking in that time period. I called a lot of people. I think I called you, P, and I asked you about it. Um, I called yep. a couple people that I just respected decisions and been around the game and and um, and just wanted to get their opinions on it and um, and they gave me some good advice and I think uh, and I think Chicago was the place to be and I'm excited man this fan base is amazing I mean I go anywhere um, even in New York I've been jumping on flights back and forth my daughter had a dance recital so the last two weekends I've just been flying back and forth to New York you know New York and Chicago. And people see me on these flights and they're like, man, we're Chicago fans. Good luck to you. Bear down. Like the love has just been so real. So it's, you know, I can genuinely feel that Chicago fan base uh, is truly excited to have me here. And, um, and, and, I'm, and I'm equally as excited to be here. Yeah, you've been one of the luckiest. I won't say lucky, but I guess lucky. And you've been able to play for two of the most storied franchises in NFL history. Like, do you realize that? Like, that playing for the Giants and now the Bears? That was definitely part of the, 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 the thought process as well. It was like, yo, I get the opportunity to play the rest of my career. And let's say, you know, whatever happens. But let's say I finish my career as a Bear. I have the opportunity to, to, to finish my career and play for two of the most storied franchises in NFL history. Like, that... That doesn't happen. People don't get that opportunity. So as you know, as one door closes, and that was a great door that was open for me for seven years, and I won a Super Bowl, and that's family and will forever be family at the New York Giants. The other one that opened for me is just as equally as prestigious, just as <laughs> equally as family-oriented, and I'm just excited for the process, man. And forgive the ruffling you may hear in the background. I'm eating gummy bears. <laughs> just, just one of my guilty pleasures, man. Bear with me. <laughs> Hey, let me ask you. Look, what you're not going to do is throw the word bear in every sentence now now that you play for the Bears. Yo, bear down. We're not going to do that. <laughs> hey, let me ask you. Who who called you when, when news broke? Did any ex-teammates call you? Like, did anyone that we'd know or that your listeners would know give you a call or text or anything like that? 
Oh man, Every, obviously Odell texts me immediately. He just wrote Shy Town. Shy Town. Um <laughs> Um just so many people, man, from front office people at the Giants to coaches to uh teammates intro role hit me because after he left New York, he did a short stint with the with the Bears as well. Okay. Uh, so he tipped me, he was like, Yo, you're gonna love it there. That city's amazing. I mean, it's just been a, an outpour from everyone, from friends, family, teammates, previous teammates, current teammates, even Prince and Mukamara, if anybody's has seen my Instagram story or Snapchat, whatever the case may be, you've realized that Prince and Mukamara is also with the Chicago Bears and has been <laughs> thoroughly annoying me since the moment I signed the contract. So But it's good to have him, man. It's really good to have someone like him that I won a Super Bowl with, that I am friends with, obviously, and has been here a little bit longer than I have, so he can kind of show me around and show me the nuances of this organization, man. And it's been uh, it's been good. I thought it, I thought one of the dopest things was your post, um, your Instagram post, when you posted the news of you signing. Um, you know, I thought, in, in a way, it had come full circle of what you meant to the Giants organization as a lifelong Giants fan of just the class you handled it with, you know, where you, you tipped your cat and paid homage to the Giants, but also pointed towards, like, a new day. Like, did you feel it was important to kind of close that chapter um, in the classy manner you did? Uh, absolutely. I, I just wanted to make sure that, you know, I knew that the next post of me announcing or the next picture of me in a different uniform, I had to pay homage in whatever way, shape, or form to the organization that gave me a chance. Um, and that was the New York Giants. And I had to write it in a way that wasn't too long and drawn out and paragraphy right. for people, but just a, a, just kind of tipping my hat and saying the Giants will forever be family. Um, that's never that's, I'm never going to forget any of that. But for now, it's bear down. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I think one of the most impressive things you've ever done, whether you realize it or not, on or off the field, is how you were able to go to Cabo for a bachelor party and then go right from Cabo to OTAs. Is that how it happened? That's exactly how it happened, dog. Like, I literally signed the day I was... I didn't sign, but I verbally committed, if you will, um, to the Chicago Bears. And I was like, hey, guys, I want to be there, but I got to go to Cabo first. <laughs> and they were like, listen, yo, we'll see you on Tuesday, but we got to... But they flew me. The thing was, they flew me from Cabo to Chicago. So I was literally a week in Chicago with my Cabo like luggage. So I'm like going to work in like shorts and tank tops and like trunk. I'm like, I had no clothes. Let me find out you're running out routes in chancletas <laughs> from Cabo. <laughs> Whatever it takes, yo. I got Jesus slippers on running curls, B. Listen, they wasn't they wasn't flying you to Chicago out of the kindness of their heart. They were making sure they got you the hell out of Cabo. Yeah, there was to a, report to camp. Let's actually, make sure he's fresh out of tequila when we get back <laughs> to work, though. And, and so, like, so what now, man? So you 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 reported today, correct, for physicals? Like, what what was today like? Yeah, the, uh, we concluded our OTA program last week, and today uh, everyone reported back for physicals to get ready for. Um, mini camp. So Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday uh, will be our three-day mini camp, and then Thursday will conclude the entire off-season program, and then we'll reconvene in the end of July to begin the training camp process and get ready to compete for a Super Bowl. I love it. This is the first and the last time I'm going to ask you this question. Okay. Uh, physical. 
how are we feeling physically? Is that a thing of the past? Like, is that even yeah, running across over. your mind? Like, that's over. Okay. I'm a hundred percent. I feel great. Um, I spoke to Coach Fox about it on the field. He was like, "Listen, take your time. Don't, you know, you no need to be rushing yourself or getting back trying to compete and be out here every day. Know your bodies. You know, you know your body more than anyone else." And the best thing is you actually completed an entire season last year. So you, you have a gauge. You know, I know your body's fine. I know you're good. Just make sure you're taking care of yourself. And if basically what he was saying, he was like, look, if you need a, a solid vet day off during training camp, I got you. That's basically, that's all I heard at least. <laughs> so I know today you put that 80 on for the first time, man. what that feel like? Man, oh, man, oh, man. I mean, it was just, it was a crazy feeling. I got so many photos. I'm going to let them fly on Instagram at some point. Um <laughs> But it was just, it was surreal, man, just to, not so much, the, obviously the Bears jersey and putting it on and being in a different hue of blue is like a whole different thing, but being able to just wear another NFL jersey and have a job and have someone that wants you there and be able to play this game that I love for so many years, man, it's like, you don't get that, I, I, you know, a lot of people don't get that opportunity, they play four years mm-hmm. and then they're done, they don't play anymore, you know what I'm saying, so like, for me to continue to have this opportunity and continue to be able to play this game for another organization as prestigious as the Chicago Bears, you can't beat that, man. You can't beat that at all. And it's it was today was a another you know another check mark off the list of of uh, of feeling of being on a high and really taking advantage of it. I love it. So what happens tomorrow? Tomorrow's first day of minicamp. What what I mean, for the first time in your career, you may not know what to expect tomorrow as you're with a new team, but um what do you expect to happen tomorrow what 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 happens tomorrow normally um i think tomorrow's just it's going to flow the same way as the ota program did although the ota program we were done around 12 12 30. only this is going to last to about 7 30 p.m so we're going to have a full day of meetings we're going to practice we're going to come back we're going to eat lunch or whatever the case may be then we're going to have more meetings after that so it's just a another set of meetings to keep us locked in and keep us there and, uh, and make sure that we're locked in for, for, for those three days. But the only difference is we can wear pads, um, you know, shoulder mm-hmm. pads, whatever. So it'll be a little bit more physical. Um, but other than that, man, it's, it's the same story. Uh, yeah, I'm more of like the 12 to 12.30 guy. That's more like my speed. I'm not really about the, like that 7.30 life, you know? You don't put that overtime hours in at the job, B? That's how you know you're really grinding. Well, the problem is I'm salary, so it's like there is no overtime, you know. So it makes it tough to justify it, man. So, hey, did you got my last question? Did you guys say were you hit in the next three days? Um, I wouldn't necessarily say hit, but if I go for a football, I mean the collisions are more prone when you have pads on. You know what I mean? Like okay. someone's coming downhill and trying to tackle you. But um, got you. It's just a little bit more physical. They can press at the line. We can be more physical. We a little bit more bump and run, if you will. So. Those things are going to happen more and more as we put the pads on. I love it. My last Bears question for you, then we could transition to some, you know, other stuff going on in the world today. Um, what do you expect from the team? You know, I know obviously you haven't had an official practice yet, but what do you, you know, no one's ever won a championship on paper, but what are you excited about? Let's put it there. I think I'm excited about the upside that we have. I think our defense, our front seven, especially our defensive line, they're pretty freaking good, man. I mean, those guys, even in practice, not so much how they get after the quarterback, but just the mentality that those guys have. Akeem Hunt and all those guys on the defensive line, yo, they have a mentality of going after the offensive line every day. And it's not in a 
it's almost like a big brother, little brother type of atmosphere that they've that they have one another. I'm talking about they talk they talk crazy to each other. But as soon as the practice is over and they finish challenging each other on a daily basis, they hug it out and they're talking and you see them together at the at the at the table in the cafeteria. Those are the type of things that are gonna win games. That type of camaraderie, mm. that type of pressure that you put on one another to be great, that's what's gonna win games. I always tell people it's not the the most talented team doesn't always win the Super Bowl. Like, you have a ton of talent on all these teams across the league, but that uh, that that talent alone doesn't win your Super Bowl. It's those little things, those little nuances, knowing your teammates, going out to eat with them, challenging them, not just being passive to everything that they do, holding people accountable for their actions and their mistakes and everything that they got going on. That's what's going to win the Super Bowl. That's what's going to win the game. And... I think they have that. And and obviously, as we continue to grow with Mike Glennon and Kevin White at receiver and getting him going, and as we get these talented guys going, I think I think the only way we can go is up from here. And I think uh, I think we're going to have a better season than people may predict. I love it, man. I love to hear the excitement in your voice um, and the extra bounce you have in your step, you know, knowing it's uh, you always have it this time of year because it's almost time to get back to business. But I feel like... Exactly. You're almost like rejuvenated, like it's like you're a rookie again, just in terms of your excitement and looking forward to the season. So I'm excited to see uh, how the season progresses for you, brother. Me too, man. Appreciate it, P. I know you're going to come bring your parka or bring your Canada goose out um, and, and come on down to the Chicago of Bears. Man. You're more than welcome. You guys have a dome, right? You guys play indoors? How's that, how's that work out? Is it a- <laughs> I hope you have a free hot chocolate prescription because, man, you're going to need it, dog. You're going to need it. Uh, nah. Nah, I'm there for sure, man. You know it. I'm excited, man. I can't wait for it, man. But, speaking speaking of excitement, brother, mm-hmm. these M- these NBA finals, man, man. I know you've I'm, been watching. Bro, I'm sweating just thinking about it, bro. I'm sweating. <laughs> Literally sweating, bro. I mean, obviously that game three hurt my soul. It hurt my soul. Because oh they my played God. so well. They played great. And then to come for the, for the Golden State Warriors to come back and lose, I mean, and win the game. And it was just, it was a heartbreaker, man. Uh, it, it was a heartbreaker, but I'm excited that they won game four. Obviously, backs against the wall, they had to. And I hope that the first time in history, they can, uh, you know, I'm a Cavs in seven. So we'll see how it goes, man. But it's been, it's been crazy, <laughs> to say the least. It's, I mean, a couple of things, right? Obviously, you know, we're home team and, and, and the homie Braun and, and Swish and Kai and all those guys, we have relationships that run deep there. Sure. Um, as, a, as a fan of basketball, it was great to see the fight in the Cavs in game three, although it didn't end up the way we all thought it would or should. Um, how excited were you to see a competitive series like in game three? I was extremely excited. I mean, people were texting me like, finally, it's competitive. They're going back and forth. It was an amazing game. Like, Kyrie was going off. He's going to the bucket and creating shots that you wouldn't even think that would go in, and he's going in, and LeBron is being LeBron, and Swish is being Swish. Like, those are the – that's what you expected out of these out of these finals. You know what I mean? So, mm-hmm. to see that finally after two games um, of, of disappointment, for lack of better words, um, to see them fight in game three and then just go in in game four – I was excited about it. So hopefully we'll take it one game at a time, man. That's all I can say. 100%. It's funny because, you know, if you listen to the media or or just people in conversations, it was like, ah, no one wants to take that long flight back to the Bay. It's going to be a sweep. Golden State's playing out of their mind. 
And I wasn't sure of the outcome. I mean, we never are. That's why they play the games. But I was sure that Cleveland was going to show up and put up a fight for game four. What I wasn't sure about was the, t- the type of shooting performance they were going to come out with. I mean, were you as amazed as I was when you saw that first quarter and first half score? I think they scored 80-something points. Dog, they almost had 100 points in the first half. <laughs> like, is that just lack of defense? I've never seen anything like that in my life. Like, that game was so crazy back and forth, shooting performance. I mean, when, when both teams break records in shooting performances, that's, in, that's never – that's unheard of. I mean, it, it felt great from a basketball standpoint. It felt great from a chippiness standpoint. You know, people were, you know, they fought for every inch. There was no, you know, no one conceded. No one was like, hey, it's 3-0. And you know what? To, you know, to Golden State, to give Golden State some credit, you know, they fought too. They didn't go and say, hey, you know what? We're up 3-0. We're going to give you guys this one uh, or you got. They fought. They fought, and if they hit a, a shot or two, it's under 10 points in the fourth quarter. You know, so it was... I'm watching the game, and with every shot that they make, I just cringe, like, oh, here comes the run. Like, you just know that 14-point swing can happen at any moment, man. And you just get nervous. But, you know, well, well that's, the, that's how we close it out. That's the scary part with this Golden State team, right? It's like, no lead is safe. Cavs were up 16 points in the fourth, and I was like, oh, man, don't let them go on a run. They hit three threes, and it's a seven-point game. Yes, it's bad. I'm nervous. It's bad. I'm nervous. Like, that's every time I'm, I'm just nervous, yo, because you know that swing can happen at any given time. And speaking of swing. <laughs> um, Talk to me. Talk to me. I just got a couple of fashion questions to ask you during the finals, my G. We're going to start with – I got two guys that I'm going to start with. I want to start with Dwayne Wade. Do you want to start with Dwayne Wade? Do you, do you see listen, it? Listen, I know listen, 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 before, before you jump out the window, so before you jump out the window, crazy. what someone said, though, real quick, before you, someone said. No, no, no you cannot. No, don't tell me anything. Before you jump out, before you jump out the window, understand you share a city with this man now, man. Yo, Just understand Wade, that. Let me preface all of this by saying. <laughs> Dwayne Wade, I've been a fan for so long, man. He's, he's, yo, he's my guy. We're friends. He commented under the bear down photo. You know what I'm saying? It was like, okay, that's what's up. I Chicago. saw that. Yep. You saw that. But they yep. said my yep. man looked like a Jamaican drug dealer at the game, man. <laughs> like, hey, hey, someone sent me a meme. It said, Dwayne Wade. Look like your older brother that sold dope but still showed support by coming to all your high school games. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Oh, oh man. My god. Yo, yo, that was I'm, my I'm fault. just trying to figure out I'm trying to figure out what look he was going for, though, Vic. I mean, you're in the fashion world. Talk to me. What do you think, oh, without having go. spoken Don't to him? What do you think? What do you think he was going for? I think he was just going for like, a more I- relaxed look, just a more chill. Like I kind of <laughs> woke up like this and rolled over and went to the game kind of vibe. And I think the the track jacket would have the tracksuit would have been fine. Like that's D Wade all the way. We understand his fashion. Okay. Suits. But the glasses. The sunglasses and the two choker chains just made the whole ensemble look very, very retro and and very, very you know it was it was a talking point for people, especially on social media. You know how that goes. Let me ask you: Can you confirm or deny that there was a T-shirt underneath the sweatsuit? Because I'm not so sure. See, the thing is, 
I, I, I'm hoping there's at least a tank top for sweat purposes because it gets really steamy in these NBA arenas. So I'm hoping that he at least had on a tank top so he can soak in the sweat. But the vibe that he was giving me, you know, I'm all for it, man. D-Wade, kudos to you, my G. Screw what everybody else is saying on Instagram. Um, and we're good to go. Second fascinating question I want to – my guy OBJ. My Odell guy Beckham. wore the white-on-white Vetmon sweatsuit. Very tough, very tough. But I need mm-hmm. my guy. I need my guy O to be wearing some Nike. Can you wear some Nike for me, O, please? That's all I ask. Yeah, That's yeah. Let I me ask. let me just put it to you this way. Let me put it to you this way. If, if I'm at the swoosh and I cut that man the check, we all know he got cut. I would have been there by the first TV timeout with some Nikes for him. Like, come on, fam. Like, and he's sitting prime. And he's sitting prime time. Like, he's sitting. He's on the TV. Every possession. I mean, you know who I blamed it on, right? Pete, Pete, I would have had on so many swooshes. I would have had on so many Nike checks. (laughs) You wouldn't even. You'd have been like, "Yo, who's that with the forty-four Nike checks on sitting courtside right there?" Like, you wouldn't even know it was me. Listen, I blame all of that on you, man. I blame it all oh, on God. you. I've been getting the blame you, for so you. long. <laughs> for so long. Nah. Hey, I will say this. I will say this. He was very icy, too. Very, very icy. Very. Yo, those checks are coming in, Papa. Those checks are coming in. <laughs> hey, hey, can you... Sh- I obviously don't share how much, but can you share, like, how, you know, someone signs a shoe deal, like, how often, when do those checks come in? Like, how's that happen? Oh, it, it, it's, am I getting paid weekly, biweekly, monthly? Like, how's that work? There's one word that I'm, I know, P, you get checks, so I know you're familiar with this word. It's called installments. <laughs> oh, you're talking my language. Yeah, the, the hairs just stood up. <laughs> the hairs on my arm just stood up. <laughs> so I'm sure there's a number. I, I want to say three to four installments annually that he's going to get. Um, and they're pretty lofty. I mean, the numbers are out there. So the installments, and I'm pretty sure the way Nike works, that first installment might have just hit. If I know the way Odell's, <laughs> if I know the way Odell's camp is uh, is situated, that first installment <laughs> definitely hit. <laughs> um, it was new money. Uh, it all makes sense now, brother. It all makes 1, sense. Thousand percent. So, do you want to talk about hey, let me, who else broke the internet after after the game? You want to do that? I, I think I know where you're going with this. Actually, I'm, go ahead, please. I'm going Amber Rose, fam. Like, oh, oh my God, dog. Like, what? First of all, why? I just want to know why. Um, second of all, the funniest uh, video that I saw was my man Shiggy Show. If anybody follows the Shiggy Show. Uh, he's, he's the best. Fam, he looked at the camera. He said, everybody talking about Amber Rose's bush and, you know, why she do that. He said, ain't nobody been scared of her. But, and he put his head into a bush of of, of grass. <laughs> Yo, I was dying. Like an actual bush? An actual bush. He put his entire face <laughs> into an entire bush of grass, dog. Yo, I couldn't do it, man. I was in tears. Yo, how about... And, and this was after game four, right? That she posted this? Yes, directly after. I'm, I'm talking about, I don't even think the horn blew at the end of the fourth quarter and the picture was already live. Listen, I, I don't she know what she was trying to accomplish. She was glossy. Yes, I don't know. I don't know what she was trying to accomplish, but she accomplished it. I'm just going to say that. Was. I don't know what, like, what, was she promoting something? Was there like, there was no hashtag or anything. There was just, I don't even remember oh, what that. Oh, oh she was, was promoting 
Oh, she was promoting something. All right. <laughs> <laughs> let me ask you this. Did, let me ask you this. By by any chance, let your fingers slip and like the picture. I'm just 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 curious. Listen, my I was so delicate scrolling through that photo. <laughs> I, was, I almost went with my elbow. I tried to scroll it with my elbow just to make sure I didn't double tap by accident, dog. Hey, all I'm gonna say is, and and I I try never to talk on things I don't know about. Mm-hmm. There was a screen grab circulating. Uh oh. Of a player of a player in the NBA Finals commenting on that post saying check your DMs. I don't know if you Get saw who here. it was. He, I am dead serious. And I'm I'm just gonna say this, and I'm not gonna mention it again. It's a starter in the NBA Finals. Oh man, I I already know who it is. I already without even knowing <laughs> <laughs> Yo, without even knowing who it is, I haven't seen I already know who it is. That's too funny, man. That's too no, funny. we're not gonna say any names, man. Of course not. Okay. Hey, so there's something else you want to talk about. You mentioned to me, yeah, go ahead. You mentioned to me about a trailer. Yo, if there was if anybody was watching Game four, I believe it showed through Game Four through the through one of the commercials, the Black Panther movie trailer, fam. Wow, like it's really, really, it really accentuates African American culture within the movie, or just African culture in general. Um, and I think it's a must see. I mean, this movie trailer. If anybody hasn't seen this movie trailer, go check it out. There's an extended version online somewhere. I just literally just Google Black Panther movie trailer. And it's sick, like six, six, six. It's the same Black Panther that was in the Avengers movie. They just made his own version, you know, his own solo movie, and it came out very, very ill. My man Michael B. Jordan is in it too. P. I don't know if you know that. Oh, huge fan of his. Huge from fan Jersey, of his. From Jersey, from Jersey. Yo, New Jersey just represented so well out here. This is so. Are you gonna stop finals. doing this, man? Let me finish, Papa. Let me finish. NBA Finals. Kyrie <laughs> Irving, J.R. Smith. I mean, Michael B. Jordan's out here killing it. This small guy that just signed to the Chicago Bears named Victor Cruz is from New Jersey as well. I mean, New Jersey's just out here really bodying it right now. I just wanted to make that, you know, wanted to let that be known for the people. Unbelievable. Black Panther, when's it coming out? Do you know? Um, I, I No idea. I was so locked into the trailer. Oh, where? The shot. Oh, did course. you happen to see course, this? Yo, did you happen so, to see the shop commercial that's the best thing for me for. to see and for the fans because I'm a fan obviously watching it and just to hear LeBron barbershop talk Draymond barbershop talk how, you know just the questions that are being asked and the things that are going back and forth I mean you don't hear that on a daily basis so to have that insight man is dope and I know oh, by the way my guy PR is so big time he was so heavily involved in that in that in that theory asking questions. They zoomed in on your man. Here we zoomed go. in. He got the one shot. They said, "Oh, put PR on the one shot for the for the question." Yo, yo. By by the way, by the way, Dre and I got beef. I'm gonna let him finish the little finals things. He no, tried to he get didn't. at my hairline. He tried to get at my hairline on the shot, B. Yeah, he said my. You know what? Yeah, nah, we're not going to get into what he said. It doesn't really matter. 
Okay. <laughs> but he may or may not have challenged me on my hairline. And I'm going to let him live, man. He, you know, he's got a big game tonight. I'm going to let him live. I know my guy. But me and him going to have a conversation. We're going to have a conversation in the finals. You know what I'm saying? No, that's just that's just not that's that's just not what I do. You know me well. You know me well. But for for, for the for those people that have been under a rock, you know, when we talk about the shop, a little bit of a you know self plug, uh, uninterrupted. You know, uh, the label as I like to call it that we're on, that our shows on, your shows on, uh, uninterrupted.com. We did the shop and it featured uh, LeBron, some of the people you mentioned, LeBron, Draymond. Two Chains, Maverick Carter, Steve Stout. I mean, covered everything from music, culture, <laughs> sports, hairlines, sneakers. Covered it all, man. So, so if you haven't if you haven't checked it out, check it out on uninterrupted.com. The same okay. exact hey, place you can find of the, the Victor uh, of Cruz the shop, show. Uh, was when you asked LeBron about Talk the to feeling me. he got when he got his first sneaker, uh, the Zoo Generation 1 and all of that good stuff and how he was a kid and he cracked open the box yes. tell, tell the people about that story yes. so yeah i mean i asked him you know it's it's easy for us to see bron now today right 31 year old man father three husband you know three championships gold medals but you know it wasn't that long ago that he was an 18 year old kid playing his rookie year for the Cavs. you know so i asked him if he remembered um what his uh feeling was when he saw his first signature shoe for the first time and he said he remembered it like it was yesterday. He, you know, he was like, oh, my God, like I can tell you right now, the box it was in, there was a headband in the box, there was socks in the box. And I asked him the question that you kind of have to ask someone when you're having that conversation was, did you sniff the shoe? And he looked at me like I was crazy, like I absolutely sniffed the shoe. Do you remember, Vic? Do you remember your first time seeing your, your first shoe? I mean, you know. Being in that Nike meeting and them putting that shoe on, even oh, the anticipation was, before even seeing it, like what was that like for you, man? Because there's not many people in the world that can even have that like, feeling or even know what that, that feels like. Those samples alone, like obviously it's one thing. The first time, the big, the biggest thing for me was the first time I went up to Portland. And I'm sitting down and I'm telling them like all the things that I love, all, all the things that I like, and colors and cars and anything that can give them inspiration like i was just telling them all of that and i left the meeting like yo i just poured my life out to these people and they're about to make a shoe out of this like how like how did the kid from patterson get to do all of this you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. so from that fast forward uh shout out to gentry he was on the team then and he showed up to my crib with that first sample and i'm like yo this is really happening like it's really going down and I'm holding the sample and I'm looking at it and I'm wishing it was a size 11, it's a size 9. I'm still trying to squeeze my foot in it, just trying to have anybody put it on. I'm like, yo, put this on, let me see what it looks like. And it was sick, man. And then the final product came and I was like, man, this is this is unbelievable. So just to have that feeling and just to get that first shoe out the box, obviously you smell the shoe immediately. That's what any real sneaker dude does when they get their shoe and they take it out the box. Any shoe. Any shoe I take out the box, even to this day, I got to sniff it. Like, you just want to make sure it has that new sneaker scent of, you know, glue and material and all the fabrics. You just want to smell that shoe, man. It's the only it's the only way. It's the perfect thing to do. It's the only thing to do. Listen, man. They say you never forget your first, right? You never forget your first shoe. You never forget your first kiss. You never forget, like, your first best friend. You never forget your first touchdown. Um... <laughs> 
all of which, by the way, I've probably experienced. Uh, so me and you are kind of very, very similar in those in those aspects, which I've said before. For them, for those people that have listened to our show, Definitely your show, show, our show, clarity. all the same thing. Um, how similar? <laughs> how similar? Hey, it's it's just, and you and I always talk about it. Like we're both amazed, and you bring it up to me all the time off the air, oh, and like how similar our athletic careers are. It's like, like looking into a, like looking into a mirror. Say, you know, you've been successful in sports. I've been successful in sports. You know, you've scored. I've scored. Describe that to the people because I don't think they're clear. Sure, of course. On the success, because you yep, use yep. that word freely when we talk about athleticism. You say successful, so. So talk to me, because winning, yeah, like yeah, winning yeah. the Metro Park yep. uh, individual one-on-one yep. -on -one classic isn't necessarily yep, yep. successful. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Uh huh. Well, I mean, listen. I mean, you've won Super Bowls, right? You, you're a Super Bowl champion. Um, you've made you've made Pro Bowls. Um, you know, okay. my junior year, I scored a touchdown against Pope John. Um, it's all very, sim it's all very similar. Pope John was a powerhouse that year. Um, I was a junior, I was a junior playing JV, but that's just because we didn't have enough so bodies. So they asked me to go down and play JV that year. Um, but very similar, very similar. I mean, I'd like for you to focus on the championship part of it. I mean, if you want to go and try to make it like a little less important because it was JV, just, but a championship's um, a championship. We're right both champions. That's basically what I'm trying to get moving to. Moving right along, I want to talk about. Clear. I want to talk about um, after this mini camp is over. Um, I'm getting on a plane and going home for one sole day, and then I'm will be leaving okay. that next day, and I will be going to Milan in Paris for okay. Fashion Week. Yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be a good time. It's gonna be a good time. And I just and the funny thing is, I've gotten just to bring this full circle, I've gotten two requests per Nike to do certain obligations while in Fashion Week in Milan and Paris. Right? And I just wanna say that when I five wow, okay. years ago, when I first went to Milan, when I first went to Paris for Fashion Weeks, Nike wasn't Nike wasn't thinking about activating athletes in foreign territory like that. They weren't thinking of not that not because they didn't want to, but they didn't have the need to. They didn't have anyone to be over there. So just to see people like myself and people like Odell Beckham Jr., his deal is definitely going to stretch across international waters. And I just want to say that, man. Just the, the fact to have athletes like myself and OBJ and D-Wade and, uh, you know, David Beckham and all these different athletes to circle, to have it come full circle like that for a brand like Nike and to begin to push and have football players out there and activate them and put them in front of international faces. Um, it just shows you how big not only the sneaker community is, not only the fashion community is, but how big the Nike reach is and... And it's just a beautiful thing, man. I just wanted to go out there and, and point that out for the people because I don't think they really know. I think people think I go to Europe and I'm just like having a blast and having fun and just doing it because I want to do it. No, there's a method to this. Like there, there's people that I want to reach. There's there's another fan base that's out there. And Odell knows that he's out there as well. Like people chant his name from roof from rooftop to rooftop out there. Like there's another set of fans out there that know football that know not even football anymore they know you they know your face they know what you look like 
they know what your sneakers look like. They're wearing your kicks out there. Like that's a crazy, crazy ordeal. You know what I'm saying? But but speaking of that, like I was gonna, I was just gonna ask you that. Like, does it bug you out that a a brand like Nike is is asking you to do stuff with you during Fashion Week in Milan and Paris, and b that a kid from Patterson that went to UMass that wasn't heavily recruited, that wasn't drafted. You know, we all know the story um, that you matter in a Milan and a Paris and people know who you are and people know your name and people want to see, like, does that bug you out or is that normal to you at this point? I'm I'm, I'm still very much humbled by all of this. Every time I, you know, to be, in in all honesty, when I, when the Giants released me and I moved over to, uh, you know, before I even signed with the Chicago Bears, my first thought in my mind was like, man, I'm, I'm like, Nike's going to drop me like a bad habit. Like my sneakers done. No more air trainer cruises. Like, it's over with. You know what I'm saying? So, like, that was the first thing I thought of. Like, I'm not jaded by all of this. Like, I still very much am the kid from Patterson that grew up and nothing was handed to him. Everything was, I had to fight and scratch and claw for everything that I got. So, that's the first thing I thought. Obviously, come full, you know, full circle, Nike's very much one of my biggest supporters. And they will continue to be that. And I'm blessed to even say those words. Um... But that's the things that I think about. So the fact that they even reach out to me and want me to do things while I'm in Milan and Paris and all those things, um, it's just a blessing, man. It's just a blessing, and and uh, and it's just love. I mean, that's the only thing I could think of. Even as I was saying before, traveling Chicago, New York, and having people walk up to me, I, it's just the only feeling I feel from all of that is love, and you know that doesn't go unnoticed in my book. Speaking of love. And speaking of blessings, and speaking of first, the Yo, Victor Cruz show has their first sponsor. Yeah, Did you know this? Blowing in at this point, checks are just <laughs> blowing in. And talk to us about. Talk to the people about our sponsor. Please talk about it, please. Our for our first sponsor is the Wallet Co. Man, I'm so excited about this man. They have a very simple premise. They believe, and as we all do, especially in these crazy times, that getting pulled over is super stressful, right? We can agree on that, right? Getting pulled over is stressful, even if you've done nothing. Uh, but I guess what they're asking is, what if there was a way to ease some of the tension of those traffic stops, right? So our friends over at WalletCo have designed a product that will not only help you keep the belongings together, but also allow for easy access to your identification anytime. So what's that mean? That means you get pulled over, you're not searching under the, you know, under your seat, glove compartment, whatnot. They've make it very, e- they've made it very easy. So this way, if you're stopped, your license is in plain sight, and you don't have to reach for anything. Not to mention the design is sleek because I know how important design is to you, Vic. And comes in two. (laughs) It comes in two colors, mahogany, or I don't even know what this color is. Noir. What is that, Vic? N O I R. Noir. Okay, it comes in mah. Nah, I don't do black anymore. We got a sponsor now. It's mahogany and noir. That's what I do now. I do noir. (laughs) Hey, you have to throw that around. Noir. This is noir. Um. And then look, to make it even more special, man, and to celebrate it being our first sponsor, and since it's Father's Day is fast approaching, you and I are both dads, Wallet Co. has a special offer for our listeners. You ready for this? Use the promo code POPS, P-O-P-S, and you will get 20% off your first purchase. Just head on over to www.thewalletco.com and use the promo code POPS, P-O-P-S. 
P-O-P-S for 20% off. Tell them Vic and PR sent you. You may even get a little extra off if you tell them PR sent you. But you can try Vic. Tell them Vic sent you. That's Wallaco. Shout out to Wallaco, man. Shout out to Wallaco for being our first sponsor of the Victor Cruz Show, man. We're, we're literally, we might have to start saying no to sponsors at this point, man. The way they're flowing in. Oh, man. Hey, hey, if we get one more spot... One more sponsor than we have now, which is one. We may have to start saying no to people. Oh, man. <laughs> nah, in all seriousness, shout out to Wallaco, man, for showing the Victor Cruz show love, man. Appreciate y'all. That was, that was pretty serious, man. You're really getting the hang of this. It was pretty good. It was pretty good. Wasn't bad? Wasn't. <laughs> for the check, I get it together. I get it together for the check always, man. <laughs> Hey man, so, so so before before I let you go, uh, you know, big day tomorrow for you again, or or when people are listening to this today on Tuesday, um, anything you want your fans like, where can they check out? I know it's like the, they can follow the Bears, they can follow you. Where do they keep up? Um, you could always go to Uninterrupted as I'll be um, sharing stories about minicamp all week long. Um, you're going to see those videos or you can go to my Instagram handle at Team Vic. You can go to Chicago Bears Instagram handle at Chicago Bears. Um, you can go to ChicagoBears.com. They have footage, pictures, video galleries, all that good stuff up there as well. And uh, and yeah, man, I mean, tomorrow's the first day of, of mini camp. I'm excited about it. I can't wait to get out there with my teammates and, and compete at a high level as we always do and push these guys to be better and better every day. And, uh, and yeah, man, and, and then you know, we wrap that up in three days, and then it's off to a, a productive off season, and then right back at it in the July to compete for a championship. So we'll see how it goes. I love it. I love it. And then obviously, as always, they could check back into the Victor Cruz show, which we'll be doing very regularly. Um, you know, shout out to Ben Cruz, who uh, sends us. I'm using air quotes. Friendly reminders to record the show. Uh, <laughs> hey, listen, and if you don't answer his first email, he has no problem sending you a follow-up, by the way. He does, but uh, we appreciate y'all for tuning into the Victor Cruz Show again, man. P, I appreciate you for buying a microphone on your own accord and uh, setting it up and just being in this in this, uh, in this this channel, not even knowing how you got the name or the time that we were going to do this. But you figured it out. So we appreciate you, man. We appreciate all you guys tuning into the Victor Cruz Show. Uh, until next time. We are out of here. Bear down, by the way. Pete. <laughs> Peace.